Yo, 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 what's poppin'? It's your boy EJ, a.k.a. Sir Evangeline Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Ten Feet, a.k.a. The Bully, a.k.a. One-third of the Free Gems Network, mm. a.k.a. Uh, Big Jim Stepper, mm. Big Jim Dripper. Mm. Talk to him, man. Hey, man. The fly is big one. <laughs> the fly is big one, man. It's hey. your boy Wayne. Will Maddie, Will Maddie Beats. <laughs> Will the poet if I'm rapping. Hey man, don't play with him. One third of Free Gems Network. You already know it. One of many members of BGBN. Come on, man. Shout out. You know what I mean? Uh, but like we always say, it ain't even about us today. Nah, bro. Nah, man. We got a we got a special guest in the building. Absolutely. Yes, man. A big special yes, guest. Um, he goes by the name of Air G Yes, What's up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, now I feel like I'm a boxer. You heard that? <laughs> yeah, you're knocking their ass out. Yeah, got to. Got to. Um, how we like to normally start off the show is uh, where are you from? Well, I'm from I'm from Seal, originally. Mm -hmm. Seal, Alabama. Okay. Moved to Phoenix City, you know. Phoenix City, Columbus, we neighbors, so I've been over here a lot. Uh, BTW, when BTW was BTW. Yeah. Been through there all, like, since I was... What, like 12? Okay. Like running. I've been running streets, man. I've been out here. Hey, hey look, listen. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, Southside legend, huh? Yeah, that me. That me. What's <laughs> that? I'm him. <laughs> right. The reason why we like to uh, ask that question is because um, here in the Tri-City area, uh, there is there there is platforms, but there isn't the platform. Yeah, and we're the platform. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That artists and entrepreneurs come through and and sh get highlighted and and uh, and get the spotlight on them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we really don't have that here. No, not and a lot we, of people showing love. And, and we want to let y'all know. Well, we want to let the world know that yo. It's not just about Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Columbus yeah. got something to say, yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of talent down here. You know? A lot of talent. They just get overlooked. Facts. And that's exactly how it is. But, you know, Free Gems is no matter what side of the cloth you're on, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We going to make sure you shine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether we know who you are, whether we rock with your music, or whether we don't. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, because it... We want to put the whole city on the map. That's the goal. That's the one hundred percent the goal. Facts. Like I said, I'm telling people at the barbershop today. Mm -hmm. I want to touch the people who I actually see. Right. Mm -hmm. I can I actually see these folks every day. I want to touch them. I want to be able to change here. Mm -hmm. Fix what we got going on first. Facts. Cause you can't. I mean, like you. You really can't. I mean, yeah, you can go elsewhere and eat, mm -hmm. but it feels so much better when you can go eat to your home. backyard. Right. You know what I'm saying, and and, 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 fuck. The, and touch the people here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and fuck with them, man. Cause it, when you got love in your city, yeah, you love. Yeah, you loved. Absolutely. Um, when did when did you fall in love with music, bro? My whole life, I ain't gonna lie. My family, they always made music. I was a little kid trying to play football. Mm -hmm. I was horrible at it. I sucked so bad. Mm -hmm. But I was good at music, so I was like, yeah, let me. Let me get in this thing that I'm, I'm really good at. I still play football because I didn't know how to quit. <laughs> I didn't know how to quit. But football, I mean, cause, but uh, music, mm -hmm. that was it. Like, once I heard my family doing it, mm -hmm. and I was like 13, 12-ish when I first got in the booth, 
And I was in a song with grown folks, and I'm like up there with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this it right here. So, how was your first experience um, in the studio like? Amazing, amazing. <laughs> because I was in it with grown folks, and I ate them up. I ate them up. Like, yeah, this is where I belong. This home right here. Mm-hmm. This home right here. Now, now you can't get me out the studio. You stay. You live in it. I live in it. I live in the studio. How, how old were you at that moment when you said you were eating them grown folks? I was 12, 13. 12, 12, 12 13. 13 years old. Yeah. Well, do you, were you writing back then? Mm-hmm. Or, so, like, that's that's how, like, it go, walk, walk us through your writing process. Now? Yeah. Just, or, pre, like, back then and now. Back we then. Got time. Back then, it, <laughs> it was like, uh, okay, like, the song that I was on with the grown folk, they had a concept to it. The concept was Gucci. I can still remember the first couple of bars I came on. I was like, I got Gucci this, Gucci that. Can't forget my Gucci flag. Yeah, I got two Gucci flags. I wear them like a Gucci mask. Like, it was just like, hey, I'm young. Yeah. I can rap about with y'all grown. Y'all too, y'all too old to rap about this stuff. Y'all too old to rap about this stuff. And you got me on a song with you. I'm going to eat you up. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Like, But for me, writing, writing, writing just, it just come natural. Yeah, right. It just come natural. It's like second nature. You um, you said that you you, it was you, you basically said that rapping at that moment was a young man's was a young boy's sport. Mm-hmm. It's not a young boy sport, but music is more younger. Yeah. Like you got Lil Uzi Vert, you got like I I don't expect to see no 40, 50 year old listen to them, but me, mm-hmm. Lil Uzi, Young Thug, they stay on repeat. Yeah, like that's right. all I listen to. But I don't expect to see. My older brother's listening to him like, oh, this dude's jamming. Because yeah. they say jamming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, like, it's more, the mainstream is more suited for the younger people. Right. So, yeah. But you don't necessarily feel like it's a young person sport, though. Oh, no, I feel like if you, it's a, it's a lane for everybody. Like, somebody got to make the music to reach the older audiences. And it just ain't, can't be me. <laughs> it just can't be me. <laughs> You you mentioned earlier um, how you wanted to like touch the people yeah. that you that you see yeah so and you've been rapping since you was 12, 13 years old yeah and, and I know social media wasn't you know out back mm-hmm. then so how has social media affected um affected like your marketing and just you as an artist I mean as far as like the marketing go it kind of made it like. Like you say, you want to take off in your area, mm-hmm. but it makes it so like I got people in Miami and California listening to me, mm-hmm. like a place that I've never been. Like I've never been to Florida, and people all through Florida is listening to me. Yeah. People all in California listening to. That's it's what bags out there that's, play, that's what that's what the social media done though. It's like it's like I could reach the people who I can't see, mm-hmm. and then like I, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like. I love it though. Like social media made me a little, a little star. It made me a little star. <laughs> Do you feel like you see more love from outside areas than? Yeah, it it depends where I'm at. Right. It depends where I'm at, cause like Atlanta, Atlanta loves me. Atlanta loves me more than here, but here loves me more than elsewhere and elsewhere right. and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it depends where I'm at. Right. But I love Atlanta. So what? How far has mu- your music taken you? How far has it taken me? Like physically, not like okay, people in Iowa listen to, listening to you. I'm talking like 
you about to go do this sh- you about to go do a tour or you about to go do a show I ain't did no tour yet but I was booked at the A3C uh, like we said we finna do the Ugly Money podcast mm-hmm. like it, it's shows shows everywhere but like as far as tour I ain't been on no tour okay but shows everywhere you know you started so young uh, you know 12 years old 13 years old at that point I'm sure you probably felt like you haven't identified your sound is that something you feel like you found at this point yeah I know because I got like I have three sounds that I use mm-hmm. like it depends on like cause a lot of my music is geared towards women right and that I use but when I'm trying to be hype I got a whole nother sound mm-hmm. like if they go to that show if you go to the show tomorrow they gonna hear both of them cause I'm I'm releasing one one unreleased one at the show mm-hmm. like I gotta give them something new like hey y'all ain't heard this yet y'all ain't even heard me come like this yet yeah. then I'm bringing the classic one the one that got over what what is it 108,000 views on the video okay yeah you you know um we do our research and, and and looking through YouTube, you you you're doing numbers. Right. If you were to talk to um, D'Lo, correct? Yeah. Or 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 even a, a younger artist who's just now getting into the game, how would you tell? What would you tell them to? How well, like what would you t- what what advice would you give them to? get them numbers alright well first advice I'm gonna give them not even to get them numbers I just gotta give them this advice okay stop acting like you know everything Re- realistically there's not a rule book to this so you we don't know nothing we just know we're gonna try it until we get it right mm-hmm. second thing is don't give up third thing is actually push your stuff like actually push it don't just think if I release this everybody's gonna listen to it cause it don't work that way because realistically why would you listen to RGP when you got a little Uzi Vert. Mm-hmm. So you got to actually push it. Put it in people's faces. Make them see you. Right. Like, that, that's the biggest thing. Like, because you get a lot of people who just release the music and like, that's it. I, I drop. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And that's, What's and, the next step? And like, that happens a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, like you... People go into the booth and make these, you know, God-level or classic-level albums and... They don't even have a, a market yeah, to they, promote, and they don't even have a they they don't have the first step of promotion. Mm-hmm. They just know I'm a I'm I'm a release it, and I hope people listen to it, and it it is never going to go that way. So what's the first step? What's the first step to you? Building a team, building a team. That's the first step to me because honestly, without my team, mm-hmm. I would be still like that. What's the first step <laughs> without my team? Because like really like my manager. My managers, they literally get the job done. Like, mm-hmm. like realistically, like at this point, I'm just chilling. Like, hey, I want this to drop this day. I want to do this, 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 that. I want the video to go like this, and then magically it happens. Exactly like how it's supposed to. Like, I don't know what they do, mm-hmm. cause like they, they're they're geniuses. So, right. So you would advise every new artist to get a manager of some sort. A team. A team. A team of people that they trust. Right, right. Because it's always going to be somebody who knows more than you. Mm-hmm. Like, if I went in this from when I started, I'd be at the same part point of when I started. Because, like, realistically, I don't know. I didn't know anything about marketing, nothing about promotion, nothing about none of that. Mm-hmm. All I knew is I make five music. Right. 
But when I got with my team, it's like, and they showed me like, hey, we believe in you, so we gonna make this happen. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was, it was up then. Like, okay. Next thing I know, I started seeing posters everywhere. Mm. I did one summer where I did a show, four days out the week for nine weeks. And it was all off of my team. Like, hey, like, I wasn't even driving to the show. I don't even know. How, I slept out of the way. I don't even know how I got there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, like, I just woke up and was there. My team, they, like, they make it happen. That's hard, man, because, you know, you got a lot of artists out there that don't have a team. Mm-hmm. And it's just them. You know what I'm saying? So they got to figure this shit out. By themselves, and it's hard. Right. That's the hardest thing in the world because you're starting from nothing, trying to figure out how to get something. Mm-hmm. Now you got people who already got something that's easier for them, but us from where we're from, we don't know the first step of it. Right. Other than paying for a studio session. Right. And recording. And that don't even guarantee. That's not even like real, really guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. Because people, you know, you can go into the, you can book studio time, and they can still fuck over your shit. Oh yeah, you know, because they don't care. Or you could go book studio time, and you could fuck over your own shit because you could pull up listening to Drake, go in the studio and make something garbage, and then leave listening to Lil Uzi. Like you listen to two hits on the way there. Mm-hmm. Why didn't a hit get made? So it's like it's not all on the inch. Cause like, I record music too. Oh, so you, so you, 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 do you, you engineer as well? Yeah, I I record myself. I record. I'll say 75% of Phoenix City. Mm-hmm. I record, I think, i say around 30% of Columbus. That's hard. Yeah, so like, and that's why I do it, because it's like, I can't have my junk sounding beautiful, and then they pull up and I give them something worthless. Right. Like, oh, yeah, this, this is not even mixed. Oh, that's, that's, that's being hypocritical, like, I can't preach somebody about good music mm-hmm. and then not give them good music. Facts. Yeah, so that's why when you like, they come, it's not even, pro- I got to stand up for the engineers because <laughs> I engineer too. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy with more than one hat. Okay. Yeah. So, what made you, oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was no. like, what made you put on that hat to engineer? DK. Like I said, oh, DK. DK. That's a legend now. DK, he right. made me put on that hat. He told me, hey, it's time to fly. He told me it's time to fly. You got to put your big boy pants on now. Right. Man, like, and after that, he showed, like, he taught me, him and my manager, because my manager, he recorded me as well. They told me how to record and mix. Mm -hmm. And after they showed me, like, I learned fast, because you got to learn fast. I've been taking off ever since. That's hard, man. Do you produce as well? Or what all hats do you? Nah, see, see, I don't produce. But I got a brother that do. (laughs) I got a brother that do. And I'm right there with him. So, like, the label that I'm a part of is called Blood Brothers. Mm-hmm. Everybody in his label is related or so close that blood can make us closer. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, okay, we got Blanco. That's the videographer. Okay. We got Pressure Made. That's the uh, producer. I engineer and I record and I rap. Then we have Blue Hunted, Deloaded Don, Insanity, Acronym Gym, Gappy, I think that's it. You got Weezy? Oh, no, no. We got Weezy. (laughs) And we got... (laughs) Smiling ass boy. We got Weezy and we got Charnel. And they're the ones who... I'd say, hey, I want this done. Mm. And the shit magically appeared. Right. Like, Weezy and Charnel. Then we got... We got... 
what he calls a Corey. <laughs> we got C Long. He's the one that he's the one that made everything happen. If it weren't for him, this would have never happened. Okay. But all of them were related. Everybody that we named. What? All of us were family. Right. That's hard. That's yeah. a different thing, man. That's hard. I, like like you talking like that's damn near like generational wealth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A family a legit family business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the thing about it is, okay, like acronym gym. Mm. Most people might know him by Rubik's the designer. Yeah. Just like how I wear a lot, he wore the same amount of hats. Like everybody really brings a lot to the table of BBE. Mm-hmm. And that's what like that's what I'm trying to show uh what's the word I'm looking for? That's what I'm trying to bring light to. Mm-hmm. Like right. a lot of people look at it like, oh BBE is just air GP. It's a lot of us and a lot of us is working. A lot of us is working like I'm dropping an album, it drops on the second. We're dropping a compilation in May. Mm-hmm. And a compilation of everybody and what I mean is hits from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like I recorded it, so I know every song already. Y'all gotta wait, oh, but I know every song already. <laughs> when I mean it's hits from start to finish. Okay. From start to finish. That's uh, hard. Uh, yeah, that's what we trying to wake the city up. Right. So before, before, so before you got with the label, BBE, were were there ever um, any like? Did you have support before I got with the label? I wasn't necessarily taking music as serious because I was also in the army. Mm. And like, before I got, literally, the day I got out of the army mm. is when my brothers pulled me to the side, like, hey bro, you ready? Oh man. Yeah, so like, they were waiting on me to actually be able to be 100% in it. Right. Because like, the army, it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of your time, a lot of your days. Mm-hmm. And they was waiting like, hey, Cause you know you gonna have to do this and this and this and this. And I can't do this and this and this and that no more. When I gotta go to formation at, <laughs> at eight o'clock in the morning, like hey. And when I got out, when they came to me, like hey, you ready to take a serious? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And after that, the sky's been the limit. That's dope, man. Yeah. Do you still feel underrated at this point of your career? Underrated? No, underappreciated a little bit. Mm. Underappreciated a little bit, but underrated, no. Why you feel under, uh, underappreciated? Because you get, you go, I can tell you this. I went into a club mm-hmm. where my song played, I would say, eight times. And everybody's in a song singing my song. And I'm just there like, hmm. So everybody knows, a lot of people knows my music. Yeah. They don't know the face behind the music. Mm. But that's partially my fault because the label kept telling me, hey, put your face out there, put your face out there. I know, I want some cartoons, John. I'm childish. I'm going to throw a cartoon in there. Yeah. And then, so now when I walk in and they're like, oh, I, I like this song. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's my song. And I might hear a bullshit. Bro, I pull up the video, like, bro, that's me. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay. So that's why I feel unappreciated. Like, once they right. can put the face completely with the, the music, then yeah. Then I'm there. With with that being said, do you see yourself writing for other people or have already do, already do, <laughs> already do, and it's just it's just cause it's like it's it's fun to me. Mm-hmm. Like my music, I don't write. I don't write my music. I just go in and I freestyle. Oh, okay. 
but I feel like I can't be an all-around artist if I lose the craft of writing. Right. So, like, I would take my stuff and I'd freestyle mine, but if somebody comes to me like, hey, I need this, that, and the third. Like, a lot of people, when they come to the studio, they come with nothing. And I have them a song like, hey, here you go. I just had them the whole song, like, here you go, mm-hmm. type stuff. You write in... When you write for other people, do you write in the perspective of them, or do you write in the perspective of I'm gonna just write this song and then I'm gonna just give it to whoever you know wants it? No, I write in the perspective of a consumer. Like, let's say if a female artist came to me, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna think like a female. I'm like, oh, what do I hear the popular female doing? Like the Cardi B, the Meg, the Stallions, the Oh, okay. Well, we're going to emulate this a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, emulate. Like, hey, it's gonna, I want you to say it like this. And I tell them exactly how to say it. Like, I want you to say it like this, like this, like this. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, this person's don't want to rap about drugs. Hey, if you come in, you look like a dope boy. Hey, you might get that drug song, bro. Mm-hmm. You might get it. Hey, it's not me. It's you. It's your image. Right. Yeah. How? I, okay. So you said okay, a person come in looking like a drug dealer or dope boy. Hey. And, and that's how you gear into the song. Hey. Just all, just based on that. Uh, yeah. How much do you get pushback from that? How much? Like from the artist saying like, nah, I ain't really trying to rap about that. Never. Cause I'm an amazing songwriter. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna legit be top five songs of their whole music career. From the beat. Cause I'm not finna choose no, I'm not finna choose nothing bad. Right. I'm not finna have you saying nothing out the way. It might not be the image you was going for, but mm-hmm. it, it's not gonna be like, oh no, that's making me look like a horrible person. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Like so, I'm just I'm just trying to make it like, hey, you want to hit? If you want to hit, like I I can make you a hit. And that's my whole objective with this. Like, hey, if you come to I don't like people leaving my studio with a bad song. Right. Because if you leave with a bad song, it's a reflection of me. Like, who recorded that? Air? Oh, he recording bullshit. Oh, I don't want that. Like, I want everybody to be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I want to go to Air, too. Mm-hmm. And when they come with nothing, like, hey, you're not leaving with nothing. Right. That's dope, man. Because a lot of people, you know, they it's, it's not like that, bro. Man. <laughs> You know, a lot of people like, let people record like whatever they come with, yeah. record it and leave. Like no. So I, you, if if somebody was to come to you, like you and they record, you'll let them know. Like I'm gonna this, stop the whole session. Like, hey, bro, no, this ain't it. Hey, hey, hey what you and I probably try to water it down. Like, hey, bro, what you're saying is fire, but say it like this instead of like how you're saying it. Mm-hmm. Cause that be a lot of people' problem. A lot of people hear themselves and think it sound good just cause it's themselves. Instead of actually thinking about a consumer standpoint. Because at the end of the day, although we have to like our music, I can only sell a copy to myself how many times? Right. That's facts. You got to think about consumers. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't do. So, when thinking about consumers, how often do you uh, have to go against your integrity of you? Never, <laughs> never, because I I I feel like Lil Uzi Vert. I do what I want. I do what I want, 
and I'm all like that's my whole thing like I'm thinking about the consumer and like anything that is wrong my management will let me know and right. we could talk about it get an understanding of it better because like I said and you never act like you know everything I don't know everything mm-hmm. I don't know everything like, I don't know close to what's going on right. <laughs> like, like there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes and it's stuff changing every day this that and the third mm-hmm. and it's like if you don't ask the questions right. you'll never know but it's not going against myself because like hey Weezy I want to do this, that, and third, yada, yada, yada. Nah, bro, I don't think that's a good idea. Hmm. It's not me like, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. I'm just going to think about it. Like, hmm. Well, we could do it like this, this, and this then. And no, I don't think. Like, I'm going to always come up with a plan to still do what I want. It's just got to be a strategic plan. Right. Because they're not going to let me mess up my career. They're not going to let me. Like, hey, if I, if I put something on my personal Facebook and it's fucked up, mm-hmm. they'll call me right now. Hey, take that shit down. Damn it. Fuck, I thought I got away with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. That's a good team, man. Yeah, man. That's a good team because, you know, it'd it be people out here saying some real off-the-wall shit. Yeah. I be trying to. They won't let me. <laughs> he, tried to. he said, "Yeah, I, I would be one of those people if it wasn't for my team. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for the meddling kids. Yeah, I would have got away with it. <laughs> I ain't, listen, I ain't mad. Um, as far as uh, the beginning of your career, take us down the, the 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 process of when you was making your first project. Which one? Whatever. I have three first projects. Because I have a first project as K Slim. Okay. That's <laughs> that, the name before LGP? Or? That's the name before Air Longway, which was the name before Air GP. The rebrands For real. Like, so my first project as K Slim was called Fuck It is a Mixtape. Mm-hmm. It was, I was just good at rapping. I wasn't thinking about, oh, putting a project together. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, well, we need to put a project out. Fuck it, I got I got music. Hey, bro, but they don't tell a story. I nigga, fuck it, it's a mixtape, bro. It's only it's only fifteen songs, bro. Fuck it, it's a mixtape, bro. It's only this that. Fuck it, bro. It's a mixtape, mm-hmm. and that came out to be the name of the mixtape. Like fuck it, it's a mixtape. That's hard. Then uh, <laughs> as case no uh, air long way. I think which way was up first. We made which way was up, mm-hmm. which is. By far, I use the logo to this day. I thought I had a shirt on. I got I got acronym gym shirt on. Got, <laughs> got, got to throw that in there. Uh, but I use the logo to this day because mm-hmm. acronym like he did his thing on it. It's a plane. It's a fighter plane. It's covered in bait. It got the gold grill in it. Like he did so much in that logo mm-hmm. that I use it to this day. But that was just like, hey, this is me getting out the army. They want me to take it serious. And I ain't gonna lie, I was stressed out at the time. I was so stressed. But, like, hey, I gotta do this project. I gotta put this together. Mm-hmm. Put it together. I think it only had three features on it, and two of them from DK. Then, I would say a month after that, I had to switch to AirGP. And it was like, it was just like, I'm a better person than Air Longway. 
Mm. Air GP, GP stand for getting paid. Okay. Yeah, so I'm Air GP, like I'm getting paid now, like I'm done with being long way. Like, then that project was Money Talk, wasn't it? And what Money Talk was, was just like, basically the title of like, hey, Money Talk. Hey, I, I'm getting paid now, and hey, like I'm not that same dude I would. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that was Money Talk. Was. Then we dropped Hollywood, and Hollywood was basically just a story of here. Mm-hmm. Like how you get people who are basically stars here. And it's like, bro, but if you leave here, nobody knows that you. Bro, you Hollywood, bro. We live in Hollywood here. Mm. We got all our local stars, all our local rappers, all our local comedians. Like we, like, bro, this Hollywood. Should you see that cover? You would have missed. You would have thought that was a a BBE compilation. Yeah, because how many people was on? Yeah. Like that's what I wanted. Like my whole thing is, if it's something to do with, like, if it's just a single of me, I will put just me on it. Mm-hmm. But if I have, like, let's say, if you just happen to say. Hey, bro, I'm hungry on the track, bro. You gotta go on my. You gotta go on the cover, bro. You're a part of the. You're a part of the project. Like it's, it's bigger than me now. You're part of the project. Uh, so that was my whole thing with that. And then, yeah, that, that's just the beginning. I don't want to tell you about the, the latest <laughs> stuff till you ask about it. <laughs> so at, at this point, what do your what does your music say about you? I'm nasty. That you nasty. Hey, I look her from the rooter to the tooth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, what my music says is that. My boy, my boy plugged in his song, too. Right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it say that I'm nasty. And also say, hey, I like to have fun. I like to party. I like to shop. That's 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 that's, that's me right that's there. It. Like, like I try to be as realistic and entertaining as possible. And that's what I do. Like, and then I try not to be violent at all. Like, rapping about all this killing and whatnot. That's not me. I don't. First of all, I'm not a killer. You got, you got, you got to be one. You got to be built a certain type of way to be a killer. And I'm not going to promote it because the type of energy you promote is the type of energy you get back. Mm-hmm. So now I'm saying screaming, I'm a killer. And now the killer looking at me. I'm like, no, man. I'm, I would just be having fun and just, like no, like I just rap. <laughs> I just rap. I know, like I just like to be entertaining and realistic. Like right. me selling sex is something I could say everybody in here does. Yeah, like everybody could relate to that. Right. Everybody can't relate to killing somebody. Oh boy, that's a gem. Everybody can't relate to that. That's so people selling this this murder stuff is like I can't do it. I can't do it. So you you don't really listen to it like that either, do you? Not for real, not for real at all. Like I say, the closest thing to a killer I listen to is Gucci. I mean, that is a killer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is yes. a killer, my boy. The only killer I listen to is Gucci. <laughs> <That's not laughs> only co- correction, the only killer I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand though, uh, from a consumer standpoint though, there is consumers who enjoy that though. Yeah, just like there's consumers who like Grand Theft Auto. Right. Shit, that's why I play it. Right. Well, I play to run red lights, so I'm not gonna count. But <laughs> I mean, so he spent sixty dollars to run red lights. Yeah, red lights. And hit random people. Speed through the map. What's that? Fuck the mission. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But, who who are some of um, AGP's inspirations? My biggest inspiration 
even though you don't hear it, mm-hmm. Young Thug. Okay. You already know it. I like Uzi. My brothers. But damn, I don't even know. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give y'all no credit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but growing up, that's who introduced, like, showed me, hey, you can do it mm-hmm. because they were doing it. I'm like, well, they could do it. I'm a human being just like them. Let me try it. Right. And I turned out to be good at it. Uh, I like Sorry the Kid, but I liked him when he was the kid. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he used to say some off, like, disrespectful shit. I'm like, you could do that? You could be disrespectful mm-hmm. and people still listen to it? Right. Uh, I say Lil Wayne. Uh, it's honestly a lot of them. Andre 3000. Uh, Future. Like the list could actually go on. Like, yeah. like I'm like, if I listen to it, mm-hmm. I'm learning something from it. I can't say like even even though I, I'm not a fan of them. Soldier Boy. Yeah. I learned a lot from Soldier Boy. Like I can't take nothing. Like if I heard your music and it was good enough to make me do this, I'm picking something up from it. Right. Like it's giving little baby pick like it's giving it's rappers who I, I don't even know, don't know how I know their music, but it's like if the music play I could I could quote it, mm-hmm. and if I could quote it, I learned something from it because it's like he said this like did it did it did it did which whew, that's a fire's cadence right there yeah right yeah yeah like so it's just. Music in general, like I listen to country music, yeah. I listen to the rock, I listen to pop, I I take something from everything. Right, you're you're a sponge, man, and you're a student of the game. Gotta be, because you can, if you act like you know everything, you already lost. Man, you been saying that a lot. Yeah. If you act like you know everything, you already lost. That's that's, that's hard. Where's to live by, man? For like, sure. if you knew the answer already, why are you even here? Right. Hey, right. hey, right. hey, we all we gotta learn. Right. But um Free Jazz Network be right back after a word from our sponsors. Um how important are visuals and where did you where did the love for them come from? How important are visuals? Mm-hmm. Well when you're at a down here level is very important because you gotta that's what attracts people the most. Right. Like you put a song out I'm not clicking on it until I see your video and that video is fire and the song's fire with the video because a lot of people have one or the other a fire song and a bad looking video or a fire video and a bad looking song but if both of them fire I'm finna go on Spotify or iTunes right now and download it and what got what got me into what got me into doing them is honestly it's just like it's a part of the the role part of the character like a RGP has to do this, 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 this. We gotta be in videos. We gotta have a certain amount of videos. We gotta do this in a certain amount of time. Like mm-hmm. it's just a part of the character. Like, but to go back, the importance of it is, I say it's like it's the ending ten percent after you recorded the fire song, after you bought the fire beat, mm-hmm. recorded the fire song, got the fire song out. 
That that's the put some emphasis on yeah, the that, first part. Oh, uh, bought the fire beat. One more time. Bought the fire beat. Exactly. Not 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 uh not went on YouTube and went to an MP3 converter and, <laughs> and stole the fire beat. Right. Bought the fire beat. Recorded the fire song. Mm-hmm. Put the fire song out. That's the that's the crossing the finish line right there. You put out a fire video for it, and then like because a lot of people's gonna watch. A lot of people, a lot more people than what you what you think. My first video did 25k. I don't know 25k people. My second video did 50k, 40k. I don't know 40k people. Uh, the last video did a hundred and a hundred and eight k. I I probably can't even count. I probably can't count to a thousand. <laughs> so, like, if more people's gonna watch it than you think, a lot of people gonna watch it just to see. Hey, what's this dude doing? What is he doing? Click on it. Uh. Okay. Oh, this fire. Mm. Now, don't make the mistake of putting out a song that you think is fire, and nobody else likes it. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, oh, this is it's garbage. Man, I'm, I'm 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 surprised it didn't do that good. Are you? If you played it for ten people, and nine of them people said it sucked, and you were the tenth, <laughs> are you really? I, sur- I thought you were saying nine. One person was like, "Nah, that's it." No, I'm saying, you were the tenth. You were the one that said that's it. You were the one that said that's it. Right. Yeah, and be all like, "Nah, bro, that ain't it, bro. That ain't it." Shit, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Well, that's you thinking you know everything. What I say earlier, if you know everything. Right. You lost. Right, right, right. Hey, hey. A perfect that, man, a dead man. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Right. But that's one thing I got my, my team for as well. Because mm-hmm. it's not just my ear. Right. Like, from other art, like D-Lo, he's probably the, the first person... Wayne is but then he's probably the second person I send the music to like hey bro what you think he's a critic <laughs> he's a critic and a professionalist like if it's not if it's not on point if I said one ad lib wrong hey bro you gotta go back and take that ad lib off bro that's not it and it's more than that it's more than that it's what is it like six artists four or five executives everybody's gonna hear my music before we even take the next step. Like, hey, I need to know if this is good. Then I got friends. Like, I got a homeboy and Tan, Jordan, Lawrence. Like, all, like, if they don't hear, and if they don't say it's fire, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you got to think, not about you. It's about the consumer. Right. Mm-hmm. So y'all go through, like, the Motown approach? Like, have, is it, do y'all, do you just send the music out? To you know these people, to your family, or is it y'all y'all at y'all at the sit you know at the round table and you playing the music and mother's like, like nah or mother's like yeah. It depends. It depends on the severity of the song. Like if it's like hey, this song right here is a single. Hey, when I want this to be the single, well we gotta have everybody there like. We want to see their facial expression while they're hearing it. We want to see them, like, because a lot of people will say face, like, yeah, bro, that's fire. Man, that shit suck. 
Like, no, nah, we're not with that. We want to see your face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it's just a filler song, yeah, we'll send them out. Like, yeah, this is going to be song number eight. Nobody cares about song number eight. So this is going to be song number eight filler song. Mm-hmm. Like, we just send them out. Like, is it is it good enough to make the album? Like, yeah, okay, it's good enough. Mm, right. You know, how important is it? We talked about the visuals, you know, as far as shooting a video. What about your physical appearance? How important is that? Damn it. He's been telling me to get in the gym this <laughs> since I've been out of the art. Jesus, it, don't feel bad. They've been telling me since they started I need to go to the Water! Water! But it's, it's important depending on the image you're trying to. Right. Like, it sucks because my image, I'm selling a lot of sex and I'm. Chunkier than a song bit, but women love chunky dudes too. Yeah. Hey, they call they call me they chocolate teddy bear, and I like it. I like so it. I like it. I like, I like it. it. If I lose too much weight, they might look at me like, hey, look at look at look at this muscular you dude. I don't even want to touch him no you more. Ain't even as plush as you used to be. <laughs> plush. <laughs> but, but, velvet. <laughs> but it is it's it's important to look clean cut because at the end of the day. You want to be seen as a professional. Mm-hmm. You have to look like a professional. Right. You can't look raggedy and then think somebody's gonna come and offer you like, oh yeah, you look like a rapper. Here's fifty hundred thousand. Like here's fifty uh five hundred thousand dollars. No, what? Because it's not just about your music. It's more than that. So with that being said, you have to be clean cut. You supposed to be in shape because first of all, like these are performances. Like just think if you had a. 20, 30 minute set. And and, and then you want to perform like Uzi Vert right. in the first five songs. Right. And you want to jump around. And you can't call time out because you on stage. So, <laughs> ain't no time out. Ain't no, ain't, ain't, ain't none of that. So you want to be in some type of shape. Right. Yeah, you got to be able to breathe. Be like Big Pun. <laughs> Have pauses during your set <laughs> to catch your breath. <laughs> uh, and like it, Everything's faster. You can't. Right now, if it's song transition, you want it to transition within seconds. Mm. You ain't got time to catch a bro. You want to hear boom, 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 boom. You don't got time to catch a bro, so you got to be in some type of shape. Right. What was that first time hitting the stage like? Uh, First time hitting the stage was like. I thought I should have been on Ridley. Like something should have told me to slow down because I was bouncing every damn where. <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all ever like played basketball or something yeah. and was sore the next day. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Like, nigga, why am I sore from jumping? That's something I should. Like, I'm just jumping. Right. I bounced around every damn where, and this is like, I still remember that song. I was on stage. The song with hundreds and fifty. I'm counting up digits. I bought my bitch a new titties. Sometimes I feel like I'm Diddy. <laughs> I eat on the pussy. You're the pussy prettier. T- that like, cadence and right. you jumping. Yeah. yeah. And saying every word. And, and like, honestly, my brother Wayne had to teach me how to perform. Mm. Because if it wasn't for that, like, every, like, I could do a show without running out of breath, all this, that, and the third. After it, I'm hurting. After it, I'm like, bro, what? Then he had to show me, once he told me how to perform, he had to tell me, hey, bro, calm down. Because, like, 
let's say we got this performance and on my way, like, let's say we sitting in a VIP and Young, Young Thug, my favorite rapper of all time, Young Thug, come on. I'm jugging. Say, hey, bro, hey, bro, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Chill out. Fuck what he talking about Young thug on mm-hmm. This is best friend And shit And don't let my home I got a homeboy named Omega Hamilton Don't let him be there Cause that's my best friend Yeah like, shit We finna fuck this club up <laughs> We finna fuck this Like bro He was like bro You gotta You can't give him the show Before the show mm-hmm. Like huh It makes sense And he had to keep telling me that Because every time he said it I took another shot So I danced more <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it now, though. I got it now, but it took me a year to get it. Right. So your family and I and it's not just you know your label; it's your family. Yeah. They legit took you through artist development. Yeah. I want you to explain how important to that younger artist who's listening, mm-hmm. or even older artists, because you know nowadays people. Yeah. You know, they popping yeah. up everywhere. How important is artist development? And what all goes into artist development? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's very important. The first thing that I had to learn was my attitude. I had the attitude of... Because I already knew I was good at music. I had the attitude of... I'm there already. Like, fuck everything, I'm there. Oh, they want you to... Fuck what they talking about, I'm there. I didn't care about what anybody had to say. If you say anything to me, like, fuck it, I'm, I'm above these niggas. And that's how I, I felt then, like, and I had to learn, like, hey, that's not the right attitude to have. Right. Then at the same time, like, performing is a part of art, art, uh, artist development. Uh, running your social media is a part of artist development. All of that's a part of it, and all of that's your image. And that's why it's important. It's your image that you're developing. Like, if you don't want to be seen as a fucking idiot, you need to take being developed. Because that's what they're going to... If you're seen as an idiot, they're going to treat you like you're a fucking idiot. And you don't want to be seen as a fucking idiot. Right. That, that's, that's, that's big gems, man. Yeah, you, you've been dropping them all day. <laughs> you've been dropping them all For free. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Share a story, man, behind... One of the favorite songs from your 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 your, your newest project, from the latest project. My, all of them, my favorite, cause all of them <laughs> nasty. Um, well, I would say, as of now, it's a nasty song. Right. And the story of that is just, I was sitting in the studio. I was sitting in the studio. I was just like, mm. I was texting this chick at the time, just sitting in the studio. Oh man. Fucking she ain't talking about shit. And I hit spacebar, played the beat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's really a simple story. And I got up and said, Licks vulgar. But I got up and said, Something titties, eat that pussy, bend you over in that order. That's a good ass order. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I that order. Huh. It was like, shit. After that, everything really. Just came natural, like, right. like the whole song was just like, really just like after them, them, them bars, mm-hmm. everything else was just like I didn't even think. Just it was just fell in place. I didn't even think, and when it was done, I was like, bro, there's no way. I just made this shit. 
I sent it to I sent them Wayne right after I made it and mm-hmm. called him. I said, bro, open up your email right now. He said, yeah, man, that, that shit hard. That shit hard. Got there. My best friend Omega is D-Lo the Dime brother. Okay. So I called Omega right now. Hey, bro, open up your email. He said, bro, that shit fire. And Omega is my biggest critic. He's my biggest critic. He's going to be the guy that if I... If you hear me breathing hard on a song, I can't, can't nobody else hear it. He hears it mm-hmm. like he's listening to he, and he got twelves in his car and he put his 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 ear, his ear on the speaker like this. Mm-hmm. Like bro, like, nobody gonna hear that shit, bro. That shit that's not. Once he said it was fire, bro, I said, bro, this is it. Right. This is it. Then we got Devontae Swain. Devontae Swain is is, and no cap. D loaded down recorded it. He recorded it. Like, we got the beat. Bought the beat right then. Mm-hmm. I said, ain't no point of me buying a beat after I do it. Because I didn't did a song before where I didn't record it on the beat. Mm-hmm. And like, and when attention on buying it after, I seen that I liked the beat. And I made probably the best song of my career. Literally, within these, I say within an hour, I went back to go buy the beat. And it sold. <clears throat> That's cool. a gem. That's a gym. And it's don't so, go by, don't record and not buy them beats. Right. I said, I sent it to everybody. Everybody said, bro, that's it. You remember it, don't you? No. Yeah. No. I sent it to everybody. Said, that's it. This is it. Nigga, hey, we finna get about the hood now. I made it. Went to go buy the beat. So I said, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> I said, what the fuck? This it's only been an hour. Damn. It's only been an hour. Should have bought that. Should have bought that bit from the jump. I ain't even hit refresh yet. <laughs> <laughs> still playing. <laughs> so goddamn, uh, I went on and bought this beat for uh, Devontae's, and I'm like, bro. I told him, I said, bro. Just oh, it's Devontae Swing. Yeah, that's the name I of the mean, song. I mean, you said it earlier, but like, we not just gonna act oh, like that's the name Devontae. of the song. That's the name of the song. Oh, oh, oh. because it. You gonna hear it when you hear it. It's, it's a surprise. Oh, okay, okay. I, was about to, I yeah. thought you said. I thought you were saying that you bought a beat from Devontae Swing. I was about to be like, bro, we not just about to just. Oh no! Just, no. Oh, damn, oh. Man, like, <laughs> that shit is just. Yeah, uh, you know, you bought a, a beat from Joe. I I, I, I fucked with a bunch of people though, a bunch of people, but uh, that, that ain't from Devontae. If only, but <laughs> <laughs> the hook with the song, like I said, I freestyled the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He recorded it for me. Um, it was just a got in the booth and I was like, uh, there's an old school vibe to it. You gonna hear why? But it has an old school vibe to it. I right, okay, okay, huh? So it go. I could fuck you to the oldie, but no, we ain't making love. Playing slow song from the 90s, I could give it to you, raw. I could fuck you slow to Jody. See, I feel like freaking you, cause you forever my lady. Won't you come up to my room? SWV, you got me weak, and I'm so into you. Like Genuine, gonna ride my pony like a rodeo. Just like a skate, yeah, we kicking it, you feel so good. Oh, so for real, play that candy ring, cause you taste good. And what that dude, what I did with that was like, I didn't even know I knew all these songs. Mm-hmm. But every bar is like, the group or artist. Yeah, in, the 90s. Yeah. In their song that they made. And I made the song into a sentence. And I was like, bro, how the fuck did I even know these songs? Yeah. I, I wouldn't give a fuck about music then. 
I was a kid then. Right. I said, I was just riding with my folks. Right. And I was like, oh. That shit came out. Then we got, we got Trap. It's called Trap Nigga. The first song on it. What Trap Nigga is, is like, it's just the most realistic thing ever. Like, it goes, she want to make love to a trap nigga. Something four, five on my lap nigga. If she busts first, I'm busting bad with it. Stroke at deep, yeah, I'm that nigga. She want to make love to a trap nigga. Like, that's really, like, you see all the, all the, all, it's all women want. Like, the world, the world is reversed. If you rude as fuck to a chick, she loves you. <laughs> she loves you. <laughs> For real. But if any one of y'all single and y'all text any random girl, damn stupid ass girl. <laughs> I bet she respond. Damn stupid ass girl. Damn stupid ass girl. <laughs> Damn stupid ass. I bet she respond. I bet she respond. No cap. What I want to know <laughs> with the uh, the nasty song, or not even just with that, but it as an artist, how important is having those answer and response questions? My bad. It damn stupid. That's <laughs> <laughs> no cap. That's crazy. Like, like, what do you mean? Like the, like, almost, not even, not even answering response, but just like how simple that's that particular part is, mm-hmm. and that's the chorus. Like, I ain't gonna say. Like, you can say that, and like when you when I hear hear that song, I hear a crowd singing it back. Right. Yeah, and that that's what. Simplicity is catchy. Like I hate to say it, but the most catchiest song in the world today is "Baby Shark." Do 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 do, baby. It's the it's the biggest hit of all times. But with that being that simple, so the simpler, not saying dumb your music down, but I'm saying like make it make sense, but keep it as if DK taught me this. He told me if you could sing it. Your mama could sing it, and your, I got a niece, and your niece could sing it. If it's that catchy that they could learn them words, it's a hit. That's dope, man. It's a hit, cause like, if it don't, if it can't stick to you, mm-hmm. it, it it can't, it didn't do anything. Right. They gonna, it, the crowd ain't gonna be able to gravitate to yeah, it. Yeah, like. But if they can sing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a hit. People love the songs that they can memorize off the first couple of listens. And it's a hit. Right. And it's a hit. As an independent artist, what's the most important thing to you? Quality. Quality. Because I hate the word, like, underground, independent, stuff like that. Like, I feel like when you think of an independent artist, you think of somebody who hasn't made it yet, which isn't the case. But that's just like the first thing that comes to my head when I think of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you think of somebody who hasn't made it yet, it's somebody who hasn't, their quality is not A1, they're not taking the time to do it. So like quality, like, I need my music to sound A1, I need the best visuals, I need I need this stuff mm-hmm. to make me feel like, hey, you're growing. Right. Like if I feel like if my music still sound like how it sound when I was K-Slim, like bro, I I did nothing. Like everybody grows, you gotta grow. Mm-hmm. And if I if my quality isn't there, if my quality isn't there, you you probably won't hear it though. I'm not gonna count. 
but quality that's the most important thing right what is uh, the must haves in the studio with you electricity electricity <laughs> electricity <laughs> if I got if I got electricity in there I'm coming out with a hit if the power cut on right. I'm coming out with a hit like that's really all I need mm. like cause like you get people who be like oh I need I need gas in there or I need I need some liquor I don't drink nor smoke well, I smoke cigarettes but I don't drink liquor and I don't smoke weed right so it's like I don't really need that to make me get in the mood like I'm always in the mood for music mm. uh, like if you had a studio right here, like, hey, bro, I got Pro Tools right here. I just say, hey, bro, y'all just sit right there. I'm finna record me a hit while we while we doing this podcast. Hey, y'all want to witness? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh. I ain't mad at it, man. Yeah, man. Um, how do you listen to music as as an artist and not subconsciously pick up on things that they do? By not listening to it. As honestly, like, I'm a I'm a sponge, and it's like. That's why I listen to Lil Uzi Bird and Young Thug, cause it's like, even though I'm pick up what they do, I'm doing it in a complete different way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, let's say if I were to listen to Young Blue, like next thing I know, I'ma have me a song that sounds just like Young Blue. So I just like, I listen to it that one initial time just mm-hmm. to hear it, and after that, like, hey, if it if you play it, I listen to it. Right. But anything coming out my phone is Lil Uzi Bird and Young Thug. Do or me I was say Do you listen to yourself Yeah I feel like if I can't listen to it It's not good mm. Do you feel like that How do you How are you critiquing You know The other artists Cause what I've noticed Is All the other artists That's on the BBE label You're attached Like you're a fe- You're featured on yeah. mm-hmm. Well I hold them To a higher standard Than everyone else in the city Just cause They're fucking with me Like they're not allowed to just make garbage music. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed. Like, I'm telling them off real, like, bro, that's not it. That's not it. Hey, what we finna do is delete this whole fucking track. We're gonna forget this ever happened. And we're gonna start over from scratch. Like, they're not allowed to, to like, and it's not just, like, my opinion. Like, oh, I think it's up. Because it's plenty of time that they'll break a beat to me. That I'm like, bro, I'm not recording this shit, bro. And they'll fuck around do their verse on it. Like, never mind, bro. Never mind. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. You had this figured out from the fucking jump. <laughs> you had it, but yeah. So like, I hold them to a higher standard, though. Like, like it's like I have the artists that I record, mm-hmm. then BDE artists. Like, hey, we have to be the 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 what the fuck word am I looking for? The gold standard. We have to be the gold standard. Right. We have to be the gold standard because it's like they people who are recording stuff they're listening to us. So if I'm playing them some bullshit, they gonna think they could do some bullshit. And it's like, no, bro. If I'm not gonna allow you to no, you to do no bullshit, you know I can't allow them to do no bullshit. Right. And their shit have to be goddamn radio quality. Right. Like, hey, if somebody comes to me like, hey, I want this song right now. Pick it up right now. Oh, hey, we gonna drop the song right now. Shit, I can send it to you. It's ready to go. Yeah. Ain't no last minute tweaks, none of that. Like it's ready to go. Right. So I hold them to a higher standard. Like they, they, and, and one thing about them is they don't really let me down. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I don't know. I can't name a time where they dropped the ball. 
at least in front of me. Yeah. I don't know what they do at home or none of that, but when it comes to recording in front of me, you know, they never drop the ball. Have you been able to build a good working relationship with the radio uh, radio DJs? A good working relationship? A good relationship? Right. Yeah. Yeah, good relationship. Right. A good working relationship? I don't know. What would you say to that, Wayne? Um, radio is a whole different creature. And the thing about it is, you know, it's a job. So everybody want to get paid and that kind of stuff. So what we try to do is we try to make sure that we do it the right way, network the right way and meet the right people and get the right connections. That's what the Ugly Money Summit is about this weekend. It's about going to Atlanta, getting with these record labels. And winning. Also, but also connecting with other artists, producers, that. other people in media, other people in social media, because that's how you make it as an artist. Not indie right. artist, not in, an artist. Yeah, but like, out of like a regular, I got a lot of now friends from the radio. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right now, the one who I I say I rock with the hardest, Bam though, Prince of right. what, Prince yeah. 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 Shout out to Bam, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, big shout out to him. He always I, I know with me like he he always done, done supported whatever. Oh uh, yeah, you know, and, and he supported off the strength. He supported from my first CD. He came to me when I was L on way. He said, "Hey man, when you gonna send me some music? I got you, bro. I'm tired of you telling me you got me, bro. You ain't sent it yet." And in the back of my head, I'm like, bro, how did he know me? Yeah. How did he even know I make music? Like, he 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 hips like he's on it. Like he's looking at the people around here, and so yeah, like that's the one I fuck with the most. DJ Cube too. We talking about here? Oh, I was gonna talk Cuz. Yeah, he do though. Yeah, got a cut and then DJ Q, uh, core, DJ. core DJ in Atlanta, yeah, Core right. City DJ in Atlanta. Yeah, right. Man. I gotta say, hey, we booming, we booming everywhere, we booming everywhere, and it ain't, it ain't just like when I say I got one of the biggest support systems in this. Like it's not just me. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of people who is helping me get to that next level. Right. Yeah. Was there was there ever a moment where you in your rap career or in your career as an artist? Where you was discouraged, and how did you make that, make it up out of that? I was never discouraged because I always knew I was fine. <laughs> Facts, like I was saying, me being in the military is the only time when I've been away from music. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's like I know I could do it because you you physically see people do it. Like these people started off as you. So it's like nothing like, oh, I can't, man, it, it's not going to happen for me. No, I'll I never think like that because if I was good at football, which I wasn't, but if I was and I seen people going to the NFL, I would strive to go to the NFL. I'm only, I'm only going to strive for the best. Mm-hmm. I can't come in here thinking like, oh, I'm doing this for fun. No, I'm doing this to be up there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to have a passion for it, but at the end of the day, I want to be the best. Like, we were just talking about that in the car. Like, he was like, oh, you got to do this, that. I know, bro. I, I want to win everything I do. Right. I want to win everything I do. So, like, me being discouraged, if I ha- if you have a winning attitude, you can't be discouraged. Mm-hmm. But for the ones who are discouraged, if you think it's really for you and it's really what you want to do, 
do it. Like, there's no point of, like, oh, bro, I, it's not going to be me to make it. Says fucking who? Who the fuck are you? They tell you you ain't going to make it. You don't fucking know. You just got to keep doing it. Right. If you give up on something that you honestly believe in, you give up on life. Mm. You give up on life if you give up on something you believe in. So, like, bro, if you feel like you could do it, don't quit now. And if you ever have that thought that you're not going to make it, Wake your ass up, cause cause that shouldn't even be a thought. It's them, it's them voices. Hey, I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, it's like when you have them voices in your head telling you like, yo, I'm not, I ain't, I ain't this. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm, you know, I'm not hungry, or or just, just anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that. You got to be able to to stand tall and, and stand ten feet and know. Yeah. Like yo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. Like I, I, I feel like for every voice, you gotta have that counter voice. Like the only, I got the devil on my shoulder, and I got the an angel on my shoulder. But right now, both of them telling me is get my money, bro. Get your money, bro. Get your money. That's what they telling me. And if you don't got that one angel telling you, get your money, bro. Cause this, this is a, a billion dollar industry. People's lives are set. People, kids, kids, kids are never going to have to work mm. because of this industry. If you're not thinking that deep, like, bro, like, there's something wrong with you, bro, because you see it happening, and why can't it be you? We just had a guy from Phoenix City win a, win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Why can't it be you? Why can't it be you? Well, the dude from Phoenix City that played for the Washington Redskins. Yeah. He just led the team in receiving and rushing yards. Why can't it be you? That's facts, man. That's facts. Like, why can't... There's a LeBron James that exists. Why can't that be you? Now, if you're going to sit there and doubt yourself, it'll never be you. But I'm pretty sure LeBron James never told himself, I can't be the best. Well, if he did, he had people around him to be like, yo, pick, and pick again, your head up. And again, that's where that team come around. Like I said, my team, they're not going to let me fail. They're not going to let me quit. I think I tried to quit before. Not because not because of the doubts, but because I'm a dick. I mean, fuck y'all, I don't need y'all. I do. I'm pretty sure they'll beat me up before they'll literally let me quit. I'm pretty sure I'll get jumped that day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. Like, nah, like, if you... Don't have that team around you to build you up. You got to be that team for yourself. Like, just luckily I got that team. Mm-hmm. Like, You're blessed, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, if it wasn't for my team, I'd probably re-sign for more years in the damn army. <sighs> Shit. You happy. Huh? You happy right, right now. I, I'm happy as fuck. <sighs> Doing what you love. Yeah. And I ain't got these folks on my back. Yeah. What's success look like for LGP? Exactly what you said. If I could wake up with a smile every day, if I could wake up with a smile today, it was a, if I could go to sleep with a smile today, it wasn't. It was successful. It was a successful day. And I said, if I if I ain't got no anger on my heart, none of that. It was a it was a successful day because success isn't just about money. It's not just about money. It's about how you feel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a successful day. When, when did you come to that conclusion? When I got out of the army. 
<laughs> the army, and I finally got to go to sleep smiling. Right. <laughs> that was a successful day. And after that, it's been successful days after that. Every day. I woke up. Yeah. Man, with that mindset, you can't lose. No, at all, bro. I'm, man, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. I'm proud of you. Like, I haven't tapped into all your music, but just you as a person. Right. Like, you a, you a dope individual, and you got some dope people around you. Mm, that, right. You know what and I'm that, saying? That's the goal. My goal, like, my ultimate goal out of all this is to build local homeless shelters to help our people that's here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's sad to me to just see it. Like, I don't care how they got in that situation. I want to change the situation for people. With that being said, it's not my goal to just be like, hey, I'm better than everybody. Don't talk to me. I'm not doing this. I'm not. No, my goal is to do everything I can to reach my goal. To do everything I can. Everything in my power. If I, like, like, I don't, like he was telling you earlier, I got to go to Atlanta tomorrow. I got to do this, that, and third. I got to, my schedule's busy. And I can't, I can't let up. Like, I can't be like, you know what? I'm going to take a break today. Right. I can't take no break. Because time ain't taking no break. Mm-mm. I got to reach my goal. I I want to be the one who changed lives. Like, I'm tired of seeing rappers with money and they flashing their cars and this, that, and the third. And it's like, what did you do for literally people? Mm-hmm. What did you do for people? Is that why you connect with Thug so much? Oh, I connect with Thug so much because honestly, Thug had a a sound that I never heard in hip hop before, and it was just like his cadence. Like that's the one thing I stole from. Him. I admit this. He changes his bars, his rhyme pattern, every four bars. Every four bars, his rhyme pattern changes. So with that being said, like when I'm recording, it's like if I catch myself rapping four bars the same, I'm delete the whole. That whole line, that whole line gotta go. Well, how can I change this up every four bars? Because the change of it would catches people's attention. Like, oh, it changed and it changed again and it changed again. If you listen to something like, I'm killing you, it's boring. It's downhill. Yeah. So with that being said, when you change it up every four bars, they're like, oh, something else happened. Whoa, something just happened. So I stole. I got that from Young Thug. Right. Mm, keep keep the consumer's attention. Mm-hmm. Like, believe it or not, people look at him like Young Thug is a genius. No, he is. Young Thug is a genius. Like, and he does a lot for his people. That's why I asked. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, like, I just connect with his style. Like his style, just like him and Uzi's. Like, it's so entertaining that it's like whatever they drop, I have to hear it. Like, I know this is gonna be. Entertaining, yeah. yeah. But me wanting to change the world that just come from my dad, really. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was somebody who I've never seen my dad say no. I've never seen him say no to anybody about helping anybody with anything. If he got it to help you, he's going to help you. And when I say he got it, let's say you being a total stranger to my dad. If you ask him, like, hey. Hey man, I'm down bad, man. Can I borrow twenty dollars? And it's his last twenty dollars. He's gonna give it to you. And that comes from my dad. Like, hey, 
I want to be a better man than my dad. Like, my dad is the standard. Like, okay, that's the best man i ever seen. If I could be a better man than my dad, then I'm a, I, I, hey. Right. Yeah, like, how do you, it, I don't see how that's one-uppable to give somebody your last, like, because right now, I physically couldn't do it. All I got is, I got to eat. Are you going to give it back to feed me? No, man. He's not worried about how he's going to eat tomorrow. He's not worried about none of that. He's just like, hey, I'm helping another human. Mm-hmm. And that's what type of person I want to be. So I want to be able to put people in places that is helping people. And then I want to be able to get the people who I helped get to places to help people, to help people. And next thing you know, we got a way better city. Then hopefully it trickles down. Like, hey, everybody, if everybody is willing to make the world better, the world will get better. Well, GB, man, I have dropping gems. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. You since, don't got to test it. Yeah, though. Man, we appreciate you for coming, man. Thank for you, real, too, man. Because you could have been. We heard your schedule. Yeah. First off, for your manager beat beat us up or beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what you what you got coming out? Oh man, so we have your welcome dropping. It's called your welcome because well, y'all gonna hear it. <laughs> You're welcome in the van. You gonna hear? It. You gonna yeah, yeah? Because it's for it's geared toward the ladies mm-hmm. and the men who's trying to get the ladies. Now, you got two bonus tracks at the end. It's not, it's more like, hey, this could be for any use right here. But one through, one through 12, it's nasty. Like, if you don't get nothing off of this, nigga, you didn't do nothing right. <laughs> you didn't do it right. But it's called You're Welcome. It's dropping next month on the second. I'm giving you the manual right now. Right now. The playbook. From one through 12, if you play this whole CD, if you make it to number three and you ain't in something <laughs> and you ain't in it. Right. Bro, I don't I, hey. You must be you must be playing it with your boys then, because that's the only way you ain't in it. <laughs> that's the only way you playing it with your boys. Right. Cause I got some before I, I got some from it. <laughs> I, I got I got I got like hey, hey! I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to show all like show the girl I had. Yeah, I make me play something. Say no more. Played it from one to, I think I made it to two and a half because number two didn't get all the way done before I was in it. Hey man, AGP the player. Man. <laughs> hey, hey! It got features from, I don't know if y'all know like D Sound. He was on the show. Yeah, we know. He's an alumni. Yeah, we fuck with these sound. Yeah, man, he nice. He have. I got mad at him. I said, bro, you ain't supposed to go that hard. You, bro, they, 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 they ain't gonna make it through the song before they get naked, bro. Look what you did. <laughs> Look what you did, bro. Bro. I got features from Quay, baby. That That's probably nasty. That's probably like, if you play that, I don't know how you're making it past the hook. I don't know how you making it past the course for real. Like, I got a feature from my dog O'Shea up there in Atlanta. That's nasty. Like, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> every song nasty. Yeah. Like every song nasty. Like it's gonna get you there. Yeah, but that's what I'm dropping. Then we got the compilation drop in May. Compilations featuring all the BBE artists, which is is me, my is me, D Loaded Don, mm-hmm. Blue Hunted, Insanity, Acronym Jim, Gappy. We might have we might have Van Ten on it. Cause I know she's featured on Insanity song. Um Golly, how many people on the song? Ten ten. How many people on the CD? Uh BTW Woo. BTW Woo. Uh Skywalker. Skywalker. Uh Omega Omega the King. Omega. Uh Creek Money. Creek Money. Uh it's because on Big Cut. We try to put the whole seats. We try to put the whole city on the seat. Still gotta get the Taz G feature. Still gotta get Taz G. Like we try to put the whole city on the CD. Like hey, if I know your name and you say you make music, I'm trying to put you on the CD because we we have a I hate, like I don't want to downgrade anybody else, but like we have like a, a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like our YouTube get a hundred, like just hit a hundred and eight thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a lot of people here doing that. Right. So with that being said, it's like, I like I want to help everybody. Like, hey, if we could put you on this CD, and it brings you up, even, even if you gain one more fan, yeah. you made a fan that you didn't have before. Now, if you put it out the way I see it, like, if you keep putting shit out the same way, and the same people hear it, you're not growing. But if you working with other people, this, that, and the third, just like how we hit a hundred thousand, and this person might only hit a thousand, mm-hmm. like that might be his highest view count ever, a thousand. But his a thousand might not never heard my music. But now that we're on the same platform, it's like okay, now they all get a chance. My hundred thousand get a chance to hear him. His one. Th- now I'm growing still. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if I grow one or a million. I'm just trying to grow. Like that's the name of it. Like if you're not growing every day, you're 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 losing still. Right. Like for real. Man. Like, you get people. <laughs> you get people that's comfortable with it yet, and just like, bro, I'm I'm here. Right. I got, I got a hundred and I got a hundred thousand uh followers. I got. Right. I only got thirty. I got thirty yeah. k. Followers, but like, like you get people who look at my followers, like, bro, you have thirty k followers, like, oh, you're up there, All right? Huh? And I go look at LeBron's, and that's where I'm trying to be. Yeah. And then once I hit LeBron, I want to be like, who's higher than LeBron? Uh, the soccer player, what's his name? Ronaldo. Yeah. Like you got, you got to set goals, and once you reach your goal, you got to make another goal. You can't yeah. never get comfortable. You got a lot of people who be comfortable, like, hey, bro, I did a hundred thousand, I'm here. Nah, cause shit, Bruno Mars did uh, what was it, four billion? Four billion? He got a video with four billion fucking views. You said earlier, Baby Shark. That was, yeah. Like, if you see a goal to beat, try to beat it. And you get people who just be like, "Well, I'm here. Right. I'm here. I finally hit a million. I finally hit this down the third. No, nigga, this number's higher than that." Is more places to go. Yeah, last time I seen that up never stopped. Cool. Up never stopped. So shit, why just like settle like shit? I'm here. Right. So shit, that's my goal right there. 
That's my goal of the whole compilation. Everybody coming up. Bringing everybody up. That's why I do everything I do. Every, everybody who I talk to, I want to be able to, they want to be able to call me when I'm up and be like, yeah, bro, I did such and such. Bro, I just did such and such. Like, nigga, we all up. Everybody's up. Yeah. I want everybody to win. And that's why I'll be dropping the compilation right there. And it's going to be called what, next Friday? No, this Friday? This Friday. It's going to be called this Friday. It's going to be themed off of, uh, you know, they ain't never dropped no, what, Force Friday? They never yeah, dropped no right. Force Friday. I say, hey, we finna drop y'all one. Mm. We finna make this a classic for y'all. That's just like Barter 6. Yeah. yeah. Finna make it a classic. Just like Barter 6. We finna make it a classic for them. Hey, man. This was great, man. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you for coming, bro. Yeah, I said, thank you too, man. Appreciate, uh, we appreciate you for bringing your team along as right. well, man. Of course. Showing of course. them love, shouting them out. Of course. Got to shout them out because right. they the team. Right. Can't win without them. Um, Tell know, Tom Brady to win without his team. <laughs> there is no football. <laughs> <laughs> man. I guess we... Top five. Top five. You go ahead. All right, so uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, the way we like to end the show off, last thing we like to ask is, who is in your top five? Now, you already kind of gave us a, a, a little preview of, of who inspires you. So I'm gonna say top five rappers or R&B singers that make the nastiest songs to you. The nastiest? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Sorry, the kid. No, start over. Me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the kid. I like that. Uh, when it comes to being nasty, pretty Ricky. We talking of all time, right? Of all time. Of all time. Pretty Ricky. I didn't knock the couple down to T Pain. Okay. Ew, no. Ew, no. Who? Yeah, no. And then it's a tie between Chris Brown and Trey Song. Right. No, they ain't nasty, but they get them there. You might not have heard it in the content, but, but the result was the same. <laughs> get them there, like. I ain't mad right. at it, man. Yeah, I ain't mad at it either, bro. Yeah. Listen, bro, we, we, we're a platform that, you know, we want you to, we want to give you your flowers while you're here to Boys, smell bro. them and inhale them. Absolutely. And you deserve it, bro. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Y'all deserve it. Because, sure. once again, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's your whole team. Whole team. And, look, just hearing your story and just hearing, hearing you, bro, I'm a fan. Right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And like I said, that's the goal. Build every day. Yeah, man. Mm. Like, and in the team, we look like Kansas City before the Super Bowl. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we we gonna win something. Hey right. man, I always like to say we gonna win. If we don't do anything else, we gonna motherfucking win. We, we gonna, gonna win, win something. In life. In life. And that's the goal. In life. Like music, just the first step. That's it. Music, it's just so the first much step. Other stuff. So much other stuff, but <laughs> I always sad to do this. Yeah, man. 
My my camera's never sad. My battery's never sad. Turn me off. My memory cards are never Camera said, turn me off, big player. I'm done. There's numbness in my leg. <laughs> this, conclude, this concludes another great episode of Free Gems Network. Yeah, like I said, thank you for having me, man.